Hey guys, welcome to the Demit Podcast with Sky and Victor. Just two friends talking about life, politics, and weed. In this episode, we actually talk about the Pence and Kamala debate that happened quite a while ago, but we've been so busy, we are now just bringing it to you. We hope you enjoy it, and let's get right into it. What did you think of the debate? Um... Honestly, I don't know. Like at first, it was I. I don't even remember what happened anymore. But uh, from what I, the little I do remember, I just kind of um, thought that uh, Kamala didn't really look too hot. Like as far as like her debate went, um, or her, like the rhetoric or points that she touched on. But like um, the other guy, Pence, I felt like he was like a lot more like composed, which I feel like plays well for certain people. What about you? Mm. I mean, aside from the other comments that I've already made, just that, you know, she didn't come off necessarily as confident and, I guess, as calm as he did. Yeah. Um, I, I, I felt like her points, to me, I was able to understand them. So Because, you, you know, you're talking about what rhetoric is, right? I was mm-hmm. able to understand her for the most part, and it seemed to me like her points made the, admin, the Trump administration, you know, shed light on just how... Um, much they haven't helped us out basically yeah i think she definitely had like some um some really good zingers i guess you can call them where like she just called Mm -hmm. them out when she like brought up like the debts or whatever or like the tax returns i feel like that was Mm -hmm. really really good but um yeah i feel like she wasn't really just consistent because i mean he kind of was he he was kind of playing to his base and then just like independents or people who aren't really like that politically aware i feel like to them he definitely came off a lot a lot better just overall and she did um uh, just because if you're already kind of aware like um about what's going on or you know have done a little bit of research into like the, a lot of the talking points then you realize that she she was just right about everything like she kind of like mm-hmm. yeah she just like blew him the fuck out i guess but um yeah i feel like it's just like like when i like i guess assess these debates i kind of try to view it as like an average person would just because like i mean that's generally what um what's gonna end up being like a I guess having the bigger sway over like who is actually going to become the uh, next president uh, as opposed to like just like me, you know, where I have like certain information that others might not. But I don't know. That's why I just feel like maybe some people are a little bit critical of her, even though they shouldn't. But I don't know. I guess it's the best we can expect for now, I guess. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, one of the things that like he did where he did land a really good hit and I felt like she should have. I mean, if she had had more time to discuss or I guess kind of like refute was when he um, called into question like her record, um, like with, I guess like the POCs and, mm-hmm. you know, how she her, I guess, under her. Um, what was it? In, I mean, in a way like her laws or things that she enacted basically mm-hmm. or pushed for help do that. And I felt like she could have. Or if she had refuted that, then I would have been more swayed, you know, because that was actually one of the reasons why I was like, "Mm, well, why is it that this party is saying that they're here for reform and that they want, you know, um, people of color to basically be stepping up and then have this woman with this kind of a track record um, Mm. as like the vice president? Yeah, I think that was basically. Yeah, that's what a lot of people actually, like, uh, went at her for. Like, why a lot of people thought that she was, like, a really bad pick. Especially given the times, mm-hmm. you know, where we have, like, BLM, like, marching on the streets and shit. 
And um, yeah. yeah, just from what I remember hearing about her track record is that she did like enact a lot of, you know, policies that disproportionately affected like, you know, people of color. But mm-hmm. um, I don't know. Like the thing is, like, I-, I remember having like similar criticisms of like Bernie Sanders or like hearing similar criticisms, like how he would sign on to like starting builds. But I guess like those bills would like um be like attached to like like greater things, you know, where it was like a it was like a like a bill to like pass certain policies. But then that one was also attached to it. So they kind of linked that person mm-hmm. to that that singular part of the bill. Um, like I don't know if it's the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's the same thing going on with Kamala because I know that a lot of people like actually have like like it seems like legitimate criticisms of like the the, uh, the policies that her administration handled or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it, I feel like it was really effective as well. Like um, in terms of like what's going on, like where they're kind of using. That's what I felt like they did really well as well. Uh, where they kind of yeah use like their own i guess like um the democrats like own like shit that they're advocating for against them like like how you said like how she brought up you know uh the thing what else did he do i oh yeah the fracking like when they went at it like about fracking or on fracking Mm -hmm. like when he was like oh like joe biden is gonna like fucking kill uh fracking or whatever and then she was like no he's not no he's not and like the thing is like fracking is like really bad for the environment you know so like uh like the democrats are kind of like a little bit better about that where like oh yeah we should like you know invest into like renewable resources but then you also have like kamala you know defending like oh no we're going to continue doing this very harmful thing so i feel like i don't know like if i was just like paying a little bit too like much attention to like that aspect of like the debate um just because again like i would know like that weakness of them i guess and other people might not um and at the end of the day i mean politics really is just persuasion you know like by any means necessary uh so i think that's something that kind of struck me as well where i was just kind of like oh fuck like this is kind of looking bad but i don't know (laughs) what did you think about like that fracking thing i i didn't hear that um but i noticed that that, like uh what is that at the end of the show they kind of like recapped it right but it, it definitely seemed like from a red side you know like they were like, oh, yeah, Mike Pence won. And and I don't know, the, the criticisms just kind of, I, I knew that they were Republicans. But they talked about how, uh, what is that, a- AOC? Is that her name? Mm-hmm. Alexandra yeah. Ocasio? Yeah, yeah. Alexandra Ocasio. said how she, like, during the debate, she mentioned fracking or whatever. And how she was now suddenly against it, I think it was. So I, oh, I, yeah, I don't on. actually remember that part. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, kind of like... um. I think she did tweet something out about uh or about the uh the fracking exchange where um I guess she just like got really mad that like we weren't even like debating like the climate change issue like it was just more about um I guess paying lip service to you know certain industries that provide a lot of jobs because obviously mm-hmm. Kamala like you know like I understand like the optics for like I'm telling you like the optics for Democrats is like so fucking hard because they have to like tr- like try this like very fine line between like uh you know trying to like make the world like better for everyone but also making sure that they don't lose like a huge sway of voters just because, you know, they're basically saying like, hey, we're going to come in, we're going to enact these policies and we're going to take your job because your job is like destroying the fucking climate. I mean, in like from a greater perspective, I mean, that seems like very noble or whatever. But like to all the people mm-hmm. that are going to be affected by like those policies, it's like, what the fuck? Why why would I vote for you? You know, this is like my livelihood. Right. This is how I provide to my family. So I don't know, like Democrats are like so fucked when it comes. That's why like it's so hard. Like even if you're like a very because I don't think she's like dumb, like she's like really really like a, a, an articulate person like if you ever actually watch her like in like her congressional hearings like for example with um kavanaugh and shit like she fucking grills into people but she can't be the same i feel like um i i feel like she wasn't the same at that debate because like she had to play to like a greater like broader crowd you know 
where like mm-hmm. she kind of I don't want to say she she um like dumped down her points, but like I feel like she uh, if she did, it was like um like a conscious like strategic like move to do so, you know? Because I feel like the Trump the Trump uh and Pence did the same thing, but like their fucking points are like so fucking dumb, and like they're like I don't want to generalize here, but like their fucking supporters are not, you know they're not gonna give a shit what uh what they're gonna say like they're just they just automatically already believe what they're being told, so it's like not even a, like um like a thing that they have to look out for, you know? And I feel like that puts like so much more pressure on like Democrats who like perform well while also you know making sure that their um their message is not gonna like alienate like a huge fucking group of people and you know like cost them the election and shit. So it's pretty. Well, I tough. mean, did you see? Did you watch at the end as well though? Like, um, they had some. I want to say he's like an ex NFL. No. You didn't. No, what happened? Uh. Uh-uh. So he was he was he was a black guy and he looked like he had he looked like he was an affluent man and mm-hmm. like he talked about how like he was proud to be voting for Trump you know and I, and I yeah wait are you like facing away from your mic because you I'll like hear you perfectly and then you it kind of like drifts away sorry yeah I do do that um but I was saying though like they they have this like ex like. NFL player basically mm-hmm. and turned like a uh, small businessman or businessman whatever and he was talking about how he was really proud of, of Mike Pence and how he was going to be voting for Trump and Pence um, and he was proud of it you know and I yeah. feel like that was its own persuasion tactic because he was a man of color so like you know I think it's trying to go back to like being like look it's cool to do this you know I don't know if I yeah. should ever show I, I never sent you the link for like that Blexit thing, right? The thing that basically oh, convinced yeah. me to, to like turn turn the tide, basically, right? I never sent that to you. Oh no, I'm very familiar with them though, so I know what you're talking about. Uh, yeah. Uh well that's the the thing. It's like Republicans don't give a fuck. Like they will fucking lie to you in your face and like you know, fucking do whatever they need to do to like secure victory. And I fucking admire them for them, you know? Or admire them for that. Just because I mean I wish the fucking Democrats would like start doing shit like that as well because like i mean politics is really just a fucking power grab you know like a mm-hmm. lot of people have like so much invest or invested into it that at some point like you do have to start doing that shit like the fucking world has become so f- like convolutedly complex and so hard to describe that at this point in like day and age like it doesn't even fucking matter honestly like what the truth is like it whatever secures your fucking victory is like what seems to matter the most these days and I don't know if it's going to be true this particular time, just because, I mean, that the situation is pretty dire. But uh, just the things that they've gotten away with already is just kind of like, fuck. And, like, even if they do lose the election, I don't know if, like, that even matters anymore, you know? Like, I mean, the, our fucking democracy could be destroyed in on November 3rd, so. It's, just it's crazy. Because, Ian, you're saying because he, like, uh, he was talking about possibly not going out peacefully? Yeah. I mean, that's... It's kind of... Well, he's, like, been kind of... What am I, what's the word I'm trying to use here? He's been de- delegitimizing, you know, the uh, mail-in voting for, like, a lot of different states. And the thing is, uh, I think a lot of people are speculating that he's actually going to win the in-person voting, like, um, like for that night. The thing is, like, mail-in voting is going to be, like, a very long process where they might not even know the, uh, the actual winner until, like, the end of November. And in prior, like, elections, you know, we know, like, the day of, like, usually like, the next day, like, it'll be confirmed that who the next president is. And this mm-hmm. time is going to be a little bit different because of the way that mail-in voting works and, like, the way that they have to be counted and secured and, you know, verified that nobody's fucking doing some fucking shit. Um, yeah, it's going to be a longer process. And he's been, you know, kind of delegitimizing, like, that whole thing and defunding the UPS or U- U.S. Postal Service 
and you know just calling into question a whole bunch of different steps into like the mail-in voting process that i mean if he ends up losing in the long run he's probably going to make a case for like oh well look i won the in in person voting so um why the fuck are you you know he's already kind of setting up for that narrative i feel like for when november 3rd comes and he actually loses where he's not going to want to leave because you know it was done fraudulently to kind of use his words wow so this this reminds me of um I think it was Brazil for Brazil's elections. Mm. Um, and somewhere else. You keep on turning, I think. I can't hear you. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was saying, and somewhere else overseas in like in one of the Middle Eastern countries. Um, where was it? But it was it was too, actually they... dude. It was it was done in Bolivia, if that's what you're talking about. I think so. Mm-hmm. Well, now that I think about yeah. it, like I don't like um well the same thing kind of happened where I don't know exactly how their shit works, but I guess like um when you have like two candidates, um when one person reaches like a certain percentage, like it automatically like gives them the victory. Like it doesn't even matter. But if they're within like margin like of ten percent or some shit like that, um they go into like a second round where like people cast another vote or some shit like that. And I think what happened was Evo I I looked into this so much but I don't remember shit. But uh I think what ended up happening happening is that Evo Morales, which is like the president there at the time. He ended up winning like that vote and like he actually um there was it was a similar thing where like the votes were like taking a while to be counted and it was already projected that he was gonna win because he was just getting so many votes, but it hadn't done so by the end of the night. And the uh the people that were actually below him started saying that 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 um uh, or started arguing or saying that, hey, this is like the cutoff point, like we obviously got another runoff election or blah blah blah. But there was like a lot of weird shit going on too because um he was trying to like get reelected again, like past his like term limit. So like he was at his limit and he was like trying to extend his like stay and like power. So um I don't know there was like, a lot I'm, of controversies. Uh-huh. If if I remember correctly though, and I'm not sure if then I'm not sure if this is the one, but it was probably maybe it happened in Venezuela, but they were talking about possibly having military reinforcement to remove whoever wasn't leaving, basically. Oh yeah, yeah, possibly. Does that sound familiar? Yeah. Um, yeah. The thing with Venezuela is that it's so fucking. It's so. It's like one of those places that it's so hard to like find like actual reliable or credible information just because everybody has their own spin, and mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, and then at the thing, this thing is like if you believe like if you believe like the fringe, I guess interpretation of events, it's kind of um, hard to to substantiate them, you know, because it's like okay, well, what proof do you have, and. I don't know, like, it's really, uh, it's like a topic that I don't really look into because maybe it's just my own ignorance that I'm, or maybe I'm just not that interested in it, but, um, but it might have happened there. I wouldn't be surprised. I don't know. This was just something that I heard on NPR a few months ago, so I I can't even, like, back it up with any facts, so I'm not, I'm not sure where Mm -hmm. it was anyway. Well, the thing is, like, a lot of this election shit that's going on, like, the voter suppression, like, everything that's been... Like how he's been telling like his voters to or his um yeah his supporters to like go watch the polls and shit, it's like pretty anti democratic. Like um a lot of people like a lot of the journalists that work in like Middle Eastern countries like South American countries like that are actually ran by uh, dictators. Like they're like oh shit this is starting to look a lot like you know what I usually report about because that's like unprecedented nobody's ever done that shit you know. And when you what start, is he um, doing? I'm sorry, say it. Go watch the polls. What does he mean by that? What do you mean? Well, that's what a lot of people were speculating. Yeah, like on his last debate with uh, Joe Biden, uh, uh-huh. or his first debate with Joe Biden, he um he was saying um when the topic of like you know the transfer of power, the peaceful transfer of power, uh, they asked Trump like if he would be willing to like peacefully transfer you know power over to Biden, mm-hmm. and he was like, oh, we'll have to see or some shit like that. Um, you know, he started talking shit about like mail-in voting again, and then um, what did he say? Well, first he he uh, did that Pride Boy thing. I don't know if you saw it. 
where he basically uh, got asked to denounce the Proud Boys, and he didn't do it. Yeah. He just is gonna be like, oh, um, you know, stand down or like stand by or some shit like that. Like somebody has to deal with like Antifa yeah. or like the leftists or whatever. So he said that first. And then when they asked him about the peaceful, you know, transfer of power, like when you put everything into context, it looks even more fucked up. Because when they asked him about that, he was like, um, oh, we'll have to see. You know, I recommend all of my supporters to go to the polling stations and make sure you guys are um, checking to make sure that there's nothing, you know, fraudulent going on. Um, and it just it, nobody's ever done that. You know, it's, it's like a form of like voter intimidation where like a lot of people like I think now a lot of people are actually showing up um, with like guns to like the polling stations and shit. So. It's just, I don't know. It just, like, makes, like, a really tense situation for, like, anybody involved, you know? Because mm, it's, like, firstly, mm-hmm. why are you, like, sending, like, you know, mil- your militia that, or I, I wouldn't say his, like, militia, but militia that, like, obviously supports him um, and, like, are going to, like, you know, read into, like, a lot of the shit that he does or he says. Um, why would you, like, say things like that, you know? Like, because I'm sure that he's not stupid. Like, he knows the people that are, like, out there, you know, causing, like, violence, like, in his name almost, so... What else has he done, by the way? Like, I don't know. I feel like there's more shit. Um, well, have you well, yeah, seen like, his... Uh... Go ahead. I was just going to say, like, one like final thing. Like, the Republican governor of, like, Texas, like, I think he, like, um, reduced, like, the drop-off points for, like, ba- mail-in ballots to, like, one polling station. So it's going to take, like, wow. even longer or some shit. Like, I don't know. There's just, like, so much crazy shit going on, like, in terms of, like, voter suppression that uh, any, like, you know, Democratic body, like, international Democratic body would be like, what the fuck? We need to, like, check this shit out right now. And nobody's doing it because we're fucking America, you know? So. Well. But uh, what were you going to say? So I was going to say, yeah, I was going to say, have you seen um, any of the, the like, the ads where they're attacking each other? No, I actually haven't. Um, I just know that mm-hmm. uh, when, when fucking Trump got COVID, um, Joe Biden was like, oh, we're going to stop running our negative ads. And it was just like, it's, it's that fucking, I mean, I, I know it would have looked bad, like, to a lot of regular people that I pretend to, like, care about as well, but Jesus Christ, like, I don't know, I feel like we've all been, like, gotten, like, so fucking numb to, like, Trump and, like, all the dumb shit that he says that now we expect it from, like, other people as well. So, and uh-huh. I don't know if, like, that's the correct, uh, the correct path to go down, you know, because then we both just all become, like, fucking stupid. So maybe he was better for, like, actually taking down the ads, I don't know. It just seems kind of like, what the fuck, we're just, like, I feel like we're in a very pivotal moment and, like... I want to say, like, world history, you know, because whatever happens to America is going to just fucking ripple across the entire world. But no, I have not watched any of his ads. <laughs> have you? <laughs> um, I just saw one recently, and it was after the first debate. And mm-hmm. um, I didn't really have too much to comment on it, but my partner did. Jason, it was, ba- okay, so it was uh, by the Trump administration, or not by the administration, but for people who, were, who you know, were for Trump, and they kind of said something along the lines of Joe Biden was going to reduce the safety by reducing, hold on, I, I guess like a gun um, allowances, I guess, in a way, or kind of like a saying that he was going to take away your guns type of shit so you better like stack up you know oh yeah and so i was like mm. so i remember i was like wow and again this was when i was still like okay i'm probably gonna vote trump right now i don't feel like that anymore after like we first talked um mm-hmm. and after that article that i read um but so at the time i was just still like on the fence and like maybe i'll vote for him right and so i yeah. remember i was like wow huh? like that's not a good looking ad for for biden i was like you know like because people obviously always want their second amendment right yeah and um jason like was way more 
He was like, wow, like that is not a good ad at all. And he was like, I wrote a paper on this. And basically what he is like subconsciously telling these people is like to arm up and get ready for war. And yeah. like reviewing that, like I was like, oh shit, you're right. That is very true. I can see how he's basically telling these people like gear up, you know, get ready for mm -hmm. a fight. Like some type of civil disobedience. Yeah, I mean, that's the whole thing. It's like if you look at um, a lot of what Trump says, like at face or like even at the first surface level, um, Wait, it just like on. keep talking, but I'm going to walk away because I'm going to make coffee and I can hear you. OK, OK. Um, right. Yeah, I was just going to say like that's that's I don't even know what that's called, but it's, I mean, I guess like subtext, like where you say one thing, but you actually are kind of implying something else or like mean something else completely uh, or like dog whistling. I don't know if you've heard of, heard of that term, but um. I wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me that he's doing that, like where he's like actually trying to make it about like, oh, well, he's taking your guns. You need to arm yourself. You need to be ready, blah, blah, blah. Like it would not surprise me one bit because he actually did this with um, at the first debate as well. You, did you watch the first debate, by the way? Yeah, I watched the first debate. Okay. So there was a part where um, Trump got into like the suburbs. I don't know if you remember that, where he was like, oh, Joe Biden's going to come in and he wants to take the suburbs away, blah, blah, blah. And like suburbs, like they have like a... Um, like a racial history, I want to say, like a racist history when it comes to them, just because when, you know, cities became like big, like economic hubs, um, you know, a lot of like minorities started like moving in or whatever, like to the downtown areas. When that just started happening, a lot of like racist people, like they started moving out into the suburbs. And that's why like suburbs have like generally like still remain like relatively like very white in comparison to like or compared to like the rest of the uh, city usually. And so when when Trump dog whistles about like, oh, he wants to come in and like take, take the suburbs away or whatever and like build like low income housing, he's kind of saying like, oh, he's going to come in and like bring all the, you know, brown and black people into your neighborhoods. And Biden actually just called him out like straight up, like he even named it. He was like, I don't care about your dog whistles or something like that. Like he fucking manned the fuck up. And he actually I was so surprised when he did that just because uh, Trump actually does that so much where he dog whistles one thing where like regular everyday people that are not really initiated with like his rhetoric. Or like politics in general they're not really going to hear what he's trying to say or, or what he's actually saying um and he does this with like so many other things like I, i'm trying to think of like another thing at the top of my head or like when he was talking about jeans i don't know if you saw this uh like one of his rallies and he was talking about how people like you know in montana have like really really good jeans or whatever and it just kind of sounded like really fucking weird like uh like if you're familiar with like eugenics like terminology or like uh, rhetoric or like even history like you'll realize that like jeans are like um like have always been like a proxy to talk about like oh like the superior genes of like white people and mm. it's not until like you actually know a little bit more like you kind of dig into like completely um i don't want to say like completely like different areas than what he's kind of referring to because he's obviously talking about genes but when you look at it at, in the context that he's actually referring to it or to it as um in context with like all his other behavior like when he was calling like mexican racist or rapist or whatever when he's like banned like muslims or whatever and he's when, when he's like said pretty like fucking outlandish shit like, you kind of start to realize that, like, oh, man, like, this guy is actually talking about, like, this other thing, you know? And I don't know. I think, like, th that's something that he does, like, so effectively well that um even, like, people that might support him that might not really be racist kind of contribute to, you know? I do know. Actually, so going off of that, um you are, I'm assuming you know Ben Shapiro, right? And, like... Oh, God, yes. 
Yeah, all right. So I remember a few years back when it was still the 2016 election. I came yeah. across some of his videos. Um, and one of them was where he was speaking at an auditorium at one of the universities. Mm -hmm. And like, I was listening and I really liked everything that he was saying. Like, it all sounded nice. And I was like, I don't yeah. understand. You know, I was like, I don't understand why. With logic and objectivity. Yes, dude. Yes. And so then you remember JP? Yep. Okay, so I brought this up to JP, and JP was like so fucking mad. He was like, I don't understand why you're listening to this guy. Don't you understand what he's saying? <laughs> he's saying some racist shit here. And I was like, dude, no, he's a he's asking for like us to have a better life. And he's like, no, he's not asking for you to have a better life. He's asking for white people to have a better life. You don't Damn. understand that. You're yeah, he was like, you are not included in that better life. You don't get yeah. that. You're beneath, you know? And yeah. like, I tried to see, I tried to understand that, but I couldn't really because he's not outright saying any of that. You know, yeah. he's saying like a, a country, God's country, you know, which is what we're all entitled to and, you know, um, a better quality of life. And, and like that, that's basically most of what his speech was saying. And so I couldn't understand, like, what the fuck, dude, like I, as of today, I still listen to what Ben Shapiro has to say, like in these little Snapchat snippets. But like, oh, God. I have. Yeah. 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 And like to the point where like, like, uh, let's see where i have questions about this whole blexit thing then like like i remember i watched the video right and then this mm -hmm. guy was like look so what if trump is racist like I, honestly i don't care if trump is racist he's offering even though he's racist according to, to everybody and this is a, this again a black guy he's like even mm -hmm. though he is uh supposedly allegedly racist he's offering opportunities for black people and people of color um for like small businesses you know and mm -hmm. like to that i'm like okay so really, that is kind of like measuring against like your pros and cons, which is what you've got to weigh against, you know, like, okay, yeah. you're, you're battling systemic racism, but then at the same time, you've got this party over here saying that they're giving opportunities to people they don't like. So it's, I think it's really, it's tough. It's tough. Well, here's the thing. Um, I think um, what a lot of that plays into is just like the difference between policy and like inactive policy that he's like you know done that negatively impacts you know people of color and they're just like fucking mm -hmm. marketing props like that you know where like you have like a certain like black person who who maybe they have found success like under the trump administration you know but these are still like really well off people because um to them there's like it's like a hierarchy you know where like you have like you know rich white people at the top you know maybe rich you know like color people like you know fucking you know middle or whatever and then like everybody else like poor they don't give a fuck the thing is like rich people have like more in common than most people you know care to believe because like when you start talking about like you know distributive you know um distributing the economy blah 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 all these other things that kind of negatively impacts you know rich people and rich people like even though predominantly Wait, when you start talking all... about what now well when you talk about like when you start talking about like wealth redistribution like you know enacting yeah. like higher tax for like rich people like that mm -hmm. affects the rich people whether you're white or black so in some sense like you know rich black people who don't really give a fuck about race and are still going to be well off like because they're rich uh but that are still going to face discrimination because they still voted for trump a lot of the times they do take that trade-off you know where they're like okay well maybe i don't know if this is what this guy is thinking but i can see how like that can you know logically kind of follow from like certain like 